Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Terry Comer. Hey, Terry, how are you? Doing well, Ben. How are you today? I'm really, really well, Terry. It's great to have you on the show. Terry is the founder and CEO of a very, very important company called Impact Data. Their unique business model focuses to fill a digital talent gap in the tech industry by building high-powered, purpose-built data centers and innovation hubs on college campuses, starting with historically black colleges and universities. And we'll get more into the impact data model. But before we get there, Terry, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Sure. Well, you know, first and foremost, man, thank, thank you for having me on the show. Excited to, uh, to chat and share more about our vision uh, for impact data, but a little bit about myself. Um, originally from Columbus, Georgia, uh, moved to Atlanta back in 99, went to uh, an HBCU myself at, at Morris Brown College, uh, studied mathematics there, uh, did a dual degree at, at Georgia Tech uh, and, and studied industrial engineering. Uh, and, and as a glutton for punishment, uh, shot up to business school at Harvard Business School directly out of undergrad mm-hmm. and, and then launched a career uh, into the world of, of private equity. Uh, I started my career back in 2006 uh, and, and became a search funder and an independent sponsor, which are kind of probably new terms for, for your audience, but really it's a, a unique vehicle to be able to acquire companies. And so I've been a buyout entrepreneur uh, where I would go out and look for companies to acquire between 10 and $100 million in revenue. Yeah. And so over the last decade, I've deployed a couple hundred million dollars in uh, debt and equity capital uh, across five platform investments. That's great. Yeah, I um, I have a very good friend that works in a, in that industry now, and it's a fascinating fascinating business, a very active business over the last couple of years for sure. But for sure, tell me now, I mean, you've now shifted to found and and lead this amazing company, Impact Data. Tell us a little bit more about what you're working on. Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, uh, Impact Data was you know a company you know like like many that were really born out of necessity. Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> tapped on the shoulder from a good friend uh, who worked for a large uh, in, endowment management firm. They were working with a, a, an HBCU uh, that was looking to create uh, additional revenue streams to offset uh, tuition declines. Uh, you know, nothing uh, that we haven't all heard of, uh, but in particular with HBCUs over the last you know, 10 to 15 years, they've seen a uh, a 30 to 40 percent decline in federal aid, um, you know, even more than non-HBCUs, and and typically HBCUs have smaller endowments than non-HBCUs, right. and so when times get tough, uh, you know, they don't have that recurring revenue stream to lean on, and so looking to leverage and monetize their real estate assets uh, is the best way to do that. And so uh, I don't have a, uh, I didn't, you know, before I have a background in in real estate, and so I brought in a partner of mine to help me evaluate. Uh, how could we help this HBCU um, through public-private partnerships really mm-hmm. 
uh, repositioned itself. And this was you know, pre-pandemic, pre-social unrest um, uh, back in August of 2019. And uh, we came up with a concept, uh, really something that's much more creative and entrepreneurial to position data, data infrastructure and data centers on the campus of historically black colleges. Wow, that's really cool. I, I'd love to know more. So data centers and innovation hubs are kind of related, but also different things. So tell me more about the, how those actually operate. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's this, um, this cross-section of a lot of interesting things and dynamic things now, particularly after, you know, going through, you know, the last two years in the pandemic. But initially, the, the, the concept was, was quite simple. It's, you know, there's a huge uh, deficit of digital talent uh, globally and, and for sure in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen numbers from Microsoft, you know, where they're trying to create millions of, of new digital professionals. And so... You know, we, we wanted to be able to combine uh, recurring revenue streams with data center infrastructure. And, and if you understand kind of what's happening with data centers, you know, there used to be these huge monolithic structures put out in cornfields uh, and, 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 you know, 70% of data, maybe even 80 to 90% of data infrastructure uh, actually resides in Northern Virginia. And so- Wow, as, I didn't know that. I didn't know Yeah, that. so all of this data infrastructure is in one place. And as more and more people like us, like we're, we're on Zoom right now and, and we, we want to have low latency. We want to have, you know, we don't want to have interruptions in our connection. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to pull our data from data centers that are closer to us. And so you started to see this concept of edge data centers and more regional data centers. And so we're, we're, we're playing on that concept in one regard to create these recurring revenue streams. But a lot of times um, uh, higher ed and, and HBCUs with limited land portfolios they need to optimize their real estate and not just creating re- you know, revenue, but also creating additional academic learning spaces. And so we wanted to be able to marry the two together. Right. And so, so the students get to work and basically kind of help manage some of these places. Is that how it would work or how does it function? Yeah. So th- these would be commercial data centers, uh, okay. two, three co-location data centers. So you know, large Fortune 1000s can actually migrate their data onto the campus. And so now you have this infrastructure and this hardware that, that's right there. And in some cases, it's highly sensitive. But in some cases, students will have access to be able to, to touch and feel the actual hardware. I love, there, it. You're there I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I, I actually uh, sat on the board and managed a company that owned lots and lots of data centers. And um I know how important that is, and certainly as as more goes into the cloud, I think people forget the importance still of many, many data centers for uh, many critical types of information. Probably even now in the world of crypto, who knows how that's going to be playing into your model, Terry? (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I think people hear this term, the cloud, and and no doubt about it, a lion's share of data will be migrating to the cloud, but there's there's a number of use cases that simply don't make sense for the cloud when you have low latency needs, you know, like gaming or, or um, uh, you know, data residency issues where companies like uh, financial services institutions have to have their, their data local to where they are. So there's still a, a, a number of, of use cases for uh, edge data centers um, that, that we're working to solve. And tell me a little bit more about the innovation hub side of things. Um, how is that working? Yeah, we, we created a really, really neat um model here, Vance. So a big part of our model was we wanted to be able to, to be net positive to these institutions. And so we've created a, uh, a data center model 
where we're able to gift the HBCU institution 25,000 square feet of innovation space at no cost to the, to the HBCU. And so we're working with the, the same enterprises that will be migrating their workloads into the data center. We're working with those clients to also build out innovation space to, to drive uh, data science, to drive you know, coding and software development. So now the students are not just touching the hardware, they're now also touching their web applications uh, as freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, so that when they graduate, it's almost like a, uh, an apprentice-style uh, experiential learning so that they're more career-ready when they graduate. Yeah. They can jump right into the seat of, 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 a, of a new job. I love it. I imagine some of the faculty members like it as well. <laughs> they, they do. They're excited about this sort of stuff. Yeah. So. so so let me change gears a little bit and talk about, let's talk about the pandemic. Um, you know, the last year and a half have been complicated for the best of us. Uh, just be curious to hear how impact data has fared as well as um, perhaps some of the challenges that you saw and how opportunities may have presented themselves. Yeah, it was, you know, it was certainly a, an interesting, uh, you know, 18 months for, for us, you know, effectively launching a new company, um, you know, a data center upstart, you, you, don't, you don't typically see those running around very often, it's become a more mature industry. And yeah. so, you know, we, we've ident we identified a partner during the pandemic that has been, you know, truly, uh, you know, transformative for us in, in Digital Bridge. Uh, they're the world's largest uh, yeah. uh, digital infrastructure fund with $35 billion of capital under management. And so we really, you know, uh, uh, you know, ducked our head and, and, and put some meat around the, the model during the pandemic uh, to really be able to build this thing out. <clears throat> for for our, our you know, HBCU partners, it was a little challenging because they, they had to hunker down themselves and, and deal with health, you know, health protocols and campuses being shut down. Uh, but I think it really, really uh, accelerated for them the concept of, of a hybrid learning model where, you know, some students are going to remain on campus and some are going to be, you know, doing virtual learning. And so needing this sort of uh, this cross-section of, of, of data uh, on campus was, was a huge opportunity for a lot of HBCUs that we're talking to right now. Yeah, I can, I can see that it's such a valuable skill set. I would imagine, you know, probably it's true about all of us in business today, but certainly on the Uncaged show, we've, I, I'd say the topic of data comes up maybe 60, 70% of the time as, as a driver for businesses. And you know, as we, we deal with this mountain of information, you have the, obviously the issues of how you're gonna store that information, security, how you're gonna analyze that information, which needs more power, more information. Right. So it's, it's kind of an endless area for innovation over the next, I'd say 20, 30 years for sure. And uh, that's such a great place where you guys are operating. But tell me a little bit more about what your plans are for the next couple of years with Impact Data. Yeah, so the, the broader vision for Impact Data is to create a, what we call an interconnected distributed, which means we want these data centers across the country. Uh, mm -hmm. We want our, our Dream Center products to, to sit and reside on uh, a number of HBCU campuses. There's over you know, 100 HBCUs around the country. Uh, many of them in, in, uh, in what we call uh, secondary edge markets. Uh, and so this, this concept of creating these recur recurring revenue streams for these institutions, being able to create the next generation of digital talent uh, is, is paramount to us. But if you know, in doing so, we, we create a new opportunity. And so when you have a, a huge data in, you know, infrastructure, you can also put supercomputers on these campuses. Right. Uh, and so we can build out the first... Uh, high-performance computing cluster across HBCUs. Uh, we can also take our data centers that are bringing 100 gigabyte download speeds to these, these underserved communities, and we can then partner with, with the public sector 
to, to you know, bridge the digital divide by building fiber to the, to the residents in these local communities and, and really start to, to make a, a difference in the, in the, uh, the access to, to digital infrastructure. It's such a critical thing that you're working on, Terry. I'm so excited to learn more about what you're rolling out right now. If someone wanted to learn more about Impact Data, uh, where should they find you? Yeah, you, you can check us out. <clears throat> Excuse me, check us out on the web at uh, impactdatacenters.com. Uh, we've got a, a pretty you know detailed host of information uh, there, and and uh, you know we're, we're we're looking to make our first announcement for uh, for the Dream Center uh, one. Uh, early next year. So keep a lookout for that as well. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on Uncaged, Terry. We've been speaking with Terry Comer. He is the founder and CEO of Impact Data. Um, Impact Data is an incredible business, really focused on building high-powered, purpose-built data centers and innovation hubs on college campuses, starting with historically Black colleges and universities. And we've been talking about how Terry and his team have been working on rolling that out. And uh, we're excited to hear the news of the first center being opened uh, over the next couple of months. So, Terry, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope to have you back. Man, thanks so much for the opportunity to, uh, to share the vision and the message. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Take care.